Um, we're gonna do our intro, Mr. Holy Wen. Yeah. Sure, let's do it. The honor. Introduce me. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Two Barking Dogs podcast. Oh yeah, brr, brr. We have a very special guest for you today. Our first guest, registered cute... sexy man. Oh okay, we're gonna say something different. When you said registered, I thought you were gonna say something. Yeah, that that was really close to something that you probably don't want to be associated with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> However, sorry, but, 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 <laughs> yeah, but we're here with Yosh. Yosh Patel, mm-hmm. former Rinconada residence, mm-hmm. outdoor house resident. Yeah. CS Wizard, uh-huh. Tree Hacks. What, what was your title? Director. Co-di- co-director. 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 And what? Open AI. So sweet. Well, I haven't even started yet, but yes, yeah, going to be. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Most yeah. importantly, sexy Stanford student. Oh, thank you, thank you. I don't know about the sexy part, but I am a student. Well, thank you for joining us. Yeah, Josh. you're the first person. You're no, the first person to show faith in us. I'm honored to be here. More than I mean, this is like when I got the call, I was. Uh, I, I was shocked, honestly, because I know the, the sort of caliber of people that you have on this show or are going yeah. to have, um, and I'm just, like, you know, excited that I was even considered, especially the first guest. Dude, shit, Yash, um, dude, you're, like, one of the coolest people we know. Thank you, thank you. Um, and you guys true. are about to find out why. This is true. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see. We'll go deep. Good the childhood. <laughs> it's going to be, like, Guy Raz, how I built this. How but, like, I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like... Not I haven't built anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's going to yeah. be the same format, though. Like, mm-hmm. So you're a, you're a sophomore in your dorm room at Stanford University. And uh-huh. you're just sitting there and you're like, you know, yeah. it be a really good idea to just... Code. So, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, anyways, I mean, you're here because you're good at a lot of things. So I guess, like... Oh, thank you. The first question, like, mm-hmm. just to get to like get everybody to know you better, it's... Mm-hmm. What got you into coding? Why'd you start? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and, like, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Um, so, basically, I uh, I started coding pretty early, like, fifth grade, elementary school, uh, and uh, I think a big inspiration was my brother. So, I have an older brother. Uh, his name's Neil. He's four years older, five grades. Um, he skipped a grade. But uh, around the time when I started coding, he had been coding for maybe, like, a few, like, two years or something, and he was, like building apps and all these cool websites like he built some awesome stuff for our school district and was like you know going and presenting to the superintendent and I thought that was really cool he was basically just like in his room creating an app that like tons of people use the things that I use right um basically to give context he made an app that like lets students check their grades um so everyone at school was like oh like I use it was called mana teams uh, I use Manatee to like check my grades, and I, I thought that was cool. Uh, so basically, um, you know, I just started hacking on on some 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 projects, and and when I say that, really, it was like me and my dad would be like, "Hey, it would be cool if someone built this," and then I would just try to build it, and I would literally go look it up on YouTube, like how to download Python, right, or like how to like make make function, blah blah blah, right. Um, so. Yeah, the first thing I built was actually um, our family was on, like, a cruise ship, right? And uh, we had done our cruise, and we were coming back to dock, but there was, like, some fog on the dock, so, like, we couldn't go in because it's dangerous, right? Mm -hmm. And we had, like, enough cell service to get, like, calls and texts out, but, like, not enough for, for, like, cellular data, right, to surf the web or things like that. Um, So, basically... 
my mom or dad or something, I forgot who, was like, oh, like, we need to check if our flight is on time, right? Um, normally, you'd go on Google, you'd say, like, oh, like, flight number, blah, 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 if it's, like, been delayed or, like, what time it's at, right? Um, but we couldn't do that. So the idea was, I was talking to my dad, I was like, oh, wait, we have enough signal to, like, communicate. Why can't we just, like, send a text to, like, a computer that's connected to the Internet and the computer will query the Internet get the data, and then text it back to us. So that was, like, my first project. Um, basically... Wait, how old were you when you did this? I think this was, like, sixth grade. Sixth grade? Sixth grade. Was Neil with you, like, during this, or...? Uh, yeah, I mean, he was on the trip and stuff, but, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he, he, uh... He actually, it's it's funny, we'll get into it, but he didn't really help me at all, um, Mm -hmm. learning how to code. Um, and I I actually really appreciate that, because... So his, so I will say, so me and my brother, we're, we're closer now, but like growing up, we weren't super close and his, you know, it's like sibling, like, yeah, I don't want to help my little brother, like blah, blah, blah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you're young, but when you get older, you're like, oh, I totally want to help my little brother. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but during that age, he was like, oh, you, know, you figure it out on your own, you know, cra- classic brother style. But that's actually how I think you should learn it. Um, because if you're like problem driven, um, at the very beginning, uh, that just like makes you love it even more. If you're doing it because you're taking a class or someone's teaching you or you're required to do it, it's it's very easy to hate what you're doing. But if you're like doing it because like I want to get to this end goal and this is just a means to getting to that goal, then it's like very easy to pick up, right? You like pick up on patterns, you like learn um, exactly what you need to to get to your goal. Um, and then over time, when you're doing a bunch of things, then you sort of ge- gener- generate this, like, general corpus of knowledge, and that's learning coding. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, I would say up until, like, throughout middle school and high school, um, I wasn't actually learning, like, the theory of coding, right? Like, algorithm. I think when people think of computer science, they're like, oh, like, you must really be really good at algorithms and math and things like that. No, the kind of coding I was learning was, like, oh, how do you use this API? How do you build an app or a website or something like that, right? And, like, you learn how to code through that, but it's much more fun because you create stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think at school it's a bit different, especially, like, at Stanford where you're doing, like, you're, 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 you are designing algorithms, right? Or you're doing sets or things like that. And that's why it can seem kind of boring and not interesting. Um, but, yeah, like, coding, computer science, um, for me, at least, it was just, like, building cool apps and games and things like that. Yeah, it was, like, never, like, a means of, like, oh, I want to learn this because, like, it was just, like, I want to do this because, like, it would be fun. It would be sick if, like... Yeah, no, it was always, like, it was always, like, I want to build something that, like, I just, I want something to exist, Mm -hmm. and the easiest way to do it is, like, build software. But, I mean, like, there's other things that I wanted to, like, build that were hardware, right? Like, you can't see it, but there's like in the corner of this room, there's like a robot that. We'll do a B-roll shot of that in a yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like, like I, I also like tinkered around with hardware stuff, and I can talk more about like what I did in high school, like club-wise. But um, yeah, it was always like I want to build something um, because I want it to exist, and then I'm just gonna learn what it ne- what it takes to do that, mm-hmm. um, and then over time you like learn to code. Yeah. It's kind of hard to explain when people are asked, like, oh, how'd you learn to code? It's just like, oh, like, it's not really learning. It's, like, kind of having fun. It's like building Legos, right? Like, how do you learn to build Legos? You just build Legos. That's such an interesting <laughs> take. That's such a good way to put yeah, it, too. Yeah, yeah. I guess, like, 
I want to like loop back to like that first time you were on the cruise, right? Uh-huh. And you're like, 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 was it like you were like, oh my god, I practiced while loops and for loops for so long that like I no. can make this like an applicable thing, <laughs> or was it like your parents just said like, what if we had this, right? And like, I guess what was your thought process like? Like going into it, because like you're in sixth grade, and that's like yeah. that's ridiculous. Because like that's insane. Yeah, like what yeah. you're 11 years old, something like that. Like, yeah, dude, yeah. I was too busy being like a shithead no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. to even like comprehend like 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 that like that idea mm-hmm. of like problem solving and like I guess that like that independence of like I can do this. Mm-hmm. So like, what was your thought process into it? And, like, how did you build it? I guess. Yeah. So so to to be honest, like at that point, I had never, I didn't know. To co- how to code at all i didn't know what a for loop while loop anything was um mm-hmm. i had just got like i think my brother had just gotten a new laptop so like his old like shitty uh it's called like a netbook it's like it, yeah you know yeah. it's like the mini like laptop yeah, exactly yeah. What you're talking about, um, yeah. like he wasn't using it anymore so my dad was like oh you should like try making something um and the way my family is about a lot of stuff is it's like our conversations or what we talk about are like oh like we could someone should make this or like we should make this or something like that mm-hmm. um yeah I, I could talk more about like how my family operates but it's a super diy family so my dad mm-hmm. anytime anything breaks in the house he, he he's always the one fixing it and he always gets me to help and things mm-hmm. like that right so it's always like what could we make or like what could you make um to like solve the problem uh, just b- both because it's fun and also because it's cost effective, right? No, literally, <laughs> In the case, yeah. of my, case of my dad, like di- DIYing stuff. But yeah, like when I thought of this problem, I, I got really excited because I was like, I was like, oh, I want to learn, like, I want to learn how to code and like build something cool at the same time. And this seems like the perfect thing to do that. But obviously, like, in my 11-year-old, I don't know, sixth grade is like 11 or something. In my 11-year-old brain, I wasn't like understanding. It wasn't like oh I'm gonna learn CS it was like this this is a really cool idea and someone should make this right mm-hmm. um so yeah so basically like got home and then started working on it took me like I think like two months or something to build a version um and it was really basic all it did was like you could text a phone number and you could ask it questions about the weather flights get like um, news story headlines like from like times.com and then uh, turn by turn directions like using Google Maps so like basically if I wanted to go to some my friend's house and I didn't know how to get there I'd just say how do I get to this address and it'd be like oh go for like go and like take a left on blah blah, blah street take a right on blah, blah blah street yeah so but yeah it was a fun fun first thing to build that yeah. is a sick thing for them to build do you still yeah. use it today? Uh, no I, I mean it's I, like to, there's many reasons it probably doesn't work today. First is like data plans are actually super cheap, mm-hmm. um, so everybody has data, um, like unlimited data and things like that. Um, I do think it had had its, a cool use case in potentially like developing countries where there are maybe the infrastructure is not as built out. But even developing countries now, like everyone has a cell phone and their mm-hmm. cellular networks are like extremely powerful. Um, so yeah, I, I think it was like a fun initial project, but it quickly was like, oh, like it's not actually a problem for people. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it it was cool. Like it's a cool thing. It was a cool thing to like show people. Right. Um, which I think was, was fun, but 
Yeah. I was gonna say it was just a stupid example. You know that kid <laughs> that created the website or like whatever tracking system that tracks that Elon Musk's is like oh, airplane where he's jet? landing. Yeah, yeah his yeah, jet, yeah. and then yeah, they yeah. made a deal. I don't know why. That just kind of reminded of that like randomly. <laughs> yeah. No, I I think he refused to take it down. Right. Yeah. Um, like. Elon was like, I'll give you, like, $50,000 or something. Yeah. And then he was like, no, I want a, a job, right? He was like, I want a job. Um, and t- Elon was like, no. And he's like, well, I'm keeping it right up. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, that's that's funny. People who build those kind of things are, are, are true, like, you know, tinkers or hackers or whatever. But, yeah. So do you, like, think that, like, that process of making mm-hmm. that, that, like, that first project, right? We'll call it a project because that's what mm-hmm. it was. And it's like... Like, like I guess, like, it was so new, it was so novel, right? But, like, mm-hmm. do you think it's, like, the same, like, thinking process where it was, like, oh, well, I ran into this roadblock. Like, I don't even know how to, like, connect it to another computer. Mm-hmm. I have to figure this out. YouTube.com. And mm-hmm. then, like, this, the next element is, like, okay, well, I don't even know how it's going to receive a text. Mm-hmm. YouTube.com. Exactly. And was it just, like, a repetitive cycle of just, like, research and then application and then research and application? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, wh- what you get good at, right, is it's, like, teaching you... I think more than anything, learning to code is like learning how to process new information, right? Because sort of the way, the way like to be, talk a little bit more technically, like the way that services work, right? Is they have like they have a service, and they will have what's called an API, which is like an application programming interface, which is how you interact with the service, right? And then they ha- write documentation about it, so like how to use it mm-hmm. um, and things like that. So at the very beginning, right, when I was learning the fundamentals, it was like, okay, like how how do I use the building blocks of code, right? Which is like, if, like, like you said, right? if statements, whilst, while loops, things like that, functions, mm-hmm. right? But then it quickly becomes like, okay, I want to tie these different services together. I want to get, I want to use this thing that like tracks like airplane um, flight times or whatever. I want to use this thing that gets like uh, news titles. I want to use this thing that gets like the weather information, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, like how do I interact with those services? So, like like you were saying, right? Like the process really is um, picking something you want to work with, and then learning about how it works, and then and then using it. I would say quickly, um, like the fundamental stuff about how the language actually works. You you use this site. <laughs> so this is like um, pretty funny. Everybody uses this site called Stack Overflow. You know, mm-hmm. what yeah, it is, yeah, right? yeah. You just, like a bunch of people ask questions, and that's like half. What coding is is just like looking up what you need to do, looking at the stack overflows related to it, and then just like copying the code and adapting it to what you need. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I think what you get really good at is just like simplifying the problem down to like the basics of what you need, and then like converting that into Google search terms <laughs> and then Googling it and then figuring out how other people did it and then doing it the same. Uh-huh. Um, and that's why I like compare coding a lot to like building with Legos is it's, like, you're not... I think a lot of people have this notion where, like, coding is, like, oh, you're dealing with, like, numbers and, like, binary, like, zeros and ones. and Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're just, like, taking chunks of things that, like, other people have built and that you've built and, like, tying them together, right? Like, the texting a phone, like, number and getting information back is, like, something new, right? Mm-hmm. But someone had... Twilio is a service that, like, lets you get a phone number and receive texts and like run code and then like there's all there's like a weather api all this different stuff right and i just like tied it together so mm-hmm. that so that's what i see coding or that's what i saw coding as at the beginning and that's sort of like 
how I went through it. A lot of my friends who also got into coding, they went like different routes. They went like more theory, uh, like doing CS competitions, right? Mm. Um, like US- Usico, which is USA Computing Olympiad. That's like, oh, like they give you a problem, you design an algorithm and you have to like run it efficiently and stuff, right? But I was never interested in that. I just thought it was like boring. I'm also not the smartest so like i'm not gonna be the best at that dude like, fuck you're creating <laughs> shit when you're like 11 it's, <laughs> like, it's, it's a it's a it's a different kind of smart though mm-hmm. like you you know what i'm talking about right like some people like pete right pete is just like yes. smart smart like yes. he, he, he gets math um you know i'm not like particularly good at algorithms or math or anything i'm i'd probably say i'm like average oh. um but um, in terms of, like, building something and be like, oh, I'll slap some shit together and make mm-hmm. something work, that's what I think I'm good at. So I was really drawn to that. Um, and the cool thing is, like, you have stuff to show for it, right? Uh, you get to build things and people get to use them. So that that's that was the fun part, yeah. Yeah. So how did – you said in high school you did Science Olympiad, right? Yeah, How yeah. did that, like, tie into the project – no. aspect of like doing stuff but it, mm-hmm. science olympians more like competition focused right yeah yeah so did you like enjoy the experience what was that like yeah so science olympiad was like a huge part of my childhood basically so i did it all throughout middle school and all throughout high school oh they started in middle school i don't think it was a thing in middle school yeah so we they, they have uh middle school um it's called b division and then High school C, ah. C division. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, it doesn't go to A? It goes to C? Where's I, A? Elementary I don't know school? Where a, I think it's elementary <laughs> school, but I never, ever saw any elementary competition. Maybe there was, like, a few, but the big divisions are B and C. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Science Olympiad, For I'm not sure if you know what it is, but mm-hmm. basically it's a science competition where they have, like, a bunch of different events ranging from, like, all different things from, like, academic events, like astronomy and phys- uh like astronomy where you like study the stars right or anatomy and physiology chemistry events blah 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 and to like engineering events where you like build stuff um and basically they release like a rule book detailing the rules for all these events for academic events it's like oh all the topics that could be on tests and like what you could what you could be like um your knowledge could be like quizzed on and then um for engineering events basically they have some sort of problem or um or uh game that you're supposed to like build a uh contraption for mm-hmm. and it's supposed to like perform that thing at the event um so an example of this is like so i did a bunch i so i basically specialized in engineering events i was terrible at the academic events mm-hmm. um and uh they're like like an example of this uh one of these events is like scrambler so basically mm-hmm. you have like a track that's like 12 meters long Basically, they can give you a distance between 9 and 12 meters as the stop point. And your goal is to shoot out a car with an egg attached to the front as close to that stop point as possible. Um, and at the stop point, they have a wall. So you're supposed to get as close as possible without breaking your egg. Gotcha. And there's a bunch of spe- specifications about how the car can be made and, like, how the launcher can be made. But they're all, like, they're like size requirements and, like, oh, you can't use, like, electronic things. It has to be gravitational potential energy. So it's, it's like, basically setting up the rules in such a way that they're, people build really entirely different things. But they're all, like, sort of limited in, like the way you can attack the problem so that there's a lot of ingenuity in, that goes into it. Um, so, yeah, I, I love that. Science Olympiad was my life. I was, like, the only club I did. <laughs> I poured so much time into it. 
Uh, and then in high school, I, like, captained the team, like, sophomore, junior, senior year. Um, learned a lot, like, like about leadership and things like that. You know, classic, oh, I was a leader to high school. But, no, it was it was fun. Like, um, but, um, yeah, no, I, I, I think that really got me working with my hands, like, building stuff. And I still like doing that, right? Like, I mm-hmm. tinker, you know, my room, right? Like, I have all my electronics and shit out. Yeah. Uh, tree like, hacks. Yeah, tree hack. Like, yeah, for tree hacks, right? The only reason I was able to, like, build stuff like this is because, like, I had done that stuff in, in, in high school with Science Olympiad. Um, so, yeah, I, I Science Olympiad was definitely, like, my jam. And I still, like, keep in touch with my Science Olympiad, my friends, um, my Science Olympiad coach, was like a really good mentor for me. He was also my organic chemistry teacher. Shout out to Mr. Walker. Um, and uh, yeah, he's like, you know, was a big, like a really good figure for me. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. Sounds like yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tree hacks. Tree hacks. So like, I guess yeah. like, yeah, you talk about that like leadership aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, did it just feel like a natural progression to like, I, I guess like, like you, you have like mm-hmm. this. I wouldn't say it's innate, but like you have this like learn from like your, your like you were just saying. Like your dad is like a very mm-hmm. DIY. Like your mm-hmm. your family is a very DIY family. Like you just wanted like if there's a problem, we're just gonna fix it, right? Mm-hmm. And so like I guess like the natural progression is like you like find this interest, mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh my god, like I can do this. I can build it. Mm-hmm. And so like then you join Science Olympiad, and it's like this like organization that empowers you to like find these new projects where you're like building things, right? So mm-hmm. I guess was the natural progression like leadership, or was it like like, like, did you active or did it, was it something that you kind of assumed just from like being part of it or, mm-hmm. or like, yeah. How, like, what was the thought process of like becoming president besides, you know, on your college oh. and being like, I was the leader <laughs> of Science Olympiad, you know, not to like, not to make fun of that, but like, like, yeah. No, I think so. I mean, I don't, I don't want to like toot my own horn or anything, but like the reason I came, became like captain of the team was, it was never, it was never because like. Oh, I never did anything because it was like, oh, it'll be good for college applications. I think that's just, mm. I think that's stupid and arguably like leads students down the wrong path because this is a whole other tangent. But I think like, do you can get, finish it if you'd like. Yeah, well, <laughs> well I, I think to get into college, you need to just do one thing really, really well. Um, so it's obviously got to be something you like a lot. And it has to be interesting. So for me, the reason I got into college, I think, is because of all the, like, projects that I built mm-hmm. and, like, things I hacked on and then, like, that thing I built um, during COVID. Um, but um, basically, yeah, going back to your question about, like, the leadership stuff, uh, for me, it was our – I really wanted our team to go to nationals, um, which is, like, it's you know, it's hard to go to nationals. Um, Where is it? Um, so they have it in different places, uh, every year. It's always at a university. So it's, so like they had like Cornell, like mm-hmm. MIT and then mm-hmm. like Nebraska, like different, like, um, uh, universities, obviously during COVID it came online, which mm-hmm. really sucked. Um, but yeah, I, I thought to me it was like, oh, I want to lead a competitive team, um, and be the person that like gets us to nationals because we hadn't gone in like a, a few years or something like that and also it was just cool because um you know it was a really fun community all my friends were in science olympiad that's how like how i made all my friends um and like you know the reason you become a leader for anything is you want to see it you want to see it succeed you want to see like become better um you have some ideas that'll like that you think should be implemented um 
And that's why. But yeah, I, I think the whole, like, um, doing things for optics reason, some it'll it, sometimes it'll work, but it, it rarely gets you t- to the point that you actually want, right? Like, if you want to do things for optics reasons, there's probably other things you could be doing that'll look better and make you feel better. Uh, I think leadership is, like, it's kind of, like, in a lot of cases, it's, like, a little bit thankless, right? Um, but no, no, it absolutely is. Thing. Yeah, like, like, like you're, you're doing extra work, and, like, at the end of the day, it's a high school club, right? So, um, it's not, like, changing the world. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, I think, like... One step closer to. Well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, the reason I did it is just because it was, it was fun. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Um, yeah. But, yeah, did I, did that answer your question? I don't actually have to answer your question. <laughs> I mean, like, no, it absolutely did. I, I guess I asked about, like, uh-huh. like, what you felt was, like, the natural progression towards, like, towards, like, assuming leadership. Because it's, like, mm-hmm. like, like, I think you're totally right, right? Like, mm-hmm leadership comes from like this like desire that you want like the organization to like to like ascend to like a level that like either like a, like a pedigree that like it already has mm-hmm. or like a pedigree that like you believe it has mm-hmm. and like i don't think it's like some like innate thing where it's like some people are born leaders it's just how driven are you to like make this organization better because in the end leadership isn't about like i don't know personally i don't think it's just like telling people what to do it's like mm-hmm. it's like having this idea of like what you want the organization to be and just like taking like individual means and like like individual steps to get there and yeah. so like i guess yeah and like i don't know i, I went to military school and like yeah, yeah maybe yeah. i'm <laughs> totally brainwashed and <laughs> like and like what leadership is but like no I, I think you're right I, I agree with you when you say that yeah i think you're right and like um i i'll say i i would ne- i would never want to be a leader of something that i don't think i'm i'm the best candidate for so for like something like science olympiad i felt like oh like I'm very heavily invested in this, like, more so than, like, most of my peers, right? I think I should, like, be the one, you know, leading the team and, like, making decisions and stuff. But if I hadn't been, I would have never, like, tried to fool myself and be like, oh, I should I should lead. No, there's people better than it at me. So, um, yeah, I think, like, whatever I do... Sorry, my, let me mute my phone. So disrespectful. Um, <laughs> oh, my goodness. What? <laughs> um, I think, like... Yeah, whatever I do, I'm going to try to do few a few things, but whatever I do, I'm going to try to do really well. And that's mm-hmm. I feel like that's what served me well in my mm-hmm. in my life. It's like not having a finger in every pie mm-hmm. um, and just being like, okay, some people are going to do like other things. They might be cooler, they might seem cooler, but I'm just going to stick with what I like and just do it to the best of my ability. And that's worked pretty well for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I kind of, like, had that same realization after, like, Math 51, where I was just like, <laughs> shit, man, fuck. Like, like, it was definitely, like, an illusion of grandeur, like, yeah. like, college isn't for me, you know? But yeah. I think it's, like, a sense of, like, like, as long as you like it, right? And as mm-hmm. long as, like, you want to get better at it, there's always, like, a sense of, like... Yeah. Of, like, oh, I want to improve at it. And you're naturally just going to get better, mm-hmm. right? Because, like, mm-hmm. every expert was a beginner at some point, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, every, anything takes time. Like, I, I definitely think... Like, I know you guys are like, oh, you're smart or whatever. No, I'm, like, not particularly smarter than other people. I think, like, my raw intelligence is, especially at a place like Stanford, is probably, like, average or maybe even below average. It's just, like, I I feel like I stick with things pretty well um, and just, like, will give it time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I wouldn't say I'm a patient person, so I don't know. 
<laughs> like I uh, maybe I'm just bullshitting, but yeah. I mean, like I guess is that like there's a difference between like patience, right, and like maybe like, a desire yeah. to like improve. And I guess like mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I feel like like everybody's willing to like do the process. But, like, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe I'm patient with things that I like. If it's not something I like, I think that's kind of what I, what everyone's feeling is, right? Like, if it's not something you like, you just want to get it over with. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. that was science Olympia. Yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> We're talking about tree hacks. Tree hacks. Can we explain what tree hacks is? Like, how did yeah. you get involved? And then, yeah, why <laughs> why did you get involved? You liked it, right? Yeah. It's out of interest. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, so. I'll give a little brief explanation little uh, for what TreeHax is, but so TreeHax is Stanford's hackathon. Um, happens every year in like February. Uh, basically, what a hackathon is, is is kind of like a misnomer. Um, you're not hacking into any mainframes or anything <laughs> like that, but it's more of like a buildathon. So a bunch of people come together. They get 48 hours to like think of an idea. Um, and then build it and then like present it to some judges at the end Um, and we have like hundreds of judges that come and like circulate around the venue and and look at projects and things like that Um, and then you can win cool prizes Um, but yeah the the reason I joined uh, Tree Hacks is uh, well obviously I like building stuff uh, and that's what I did in like middle and high school Um, and my brother went uh, went to like lots of hackathons. I did some like high school hackathons and like UIL competitions, which were similar but not necessarily the same thing. But uh, when my brother is in college, he was like a serial hackathon person. So he would go to all these different cool hackathons like Hack MIT, um, like the Harvard one, you know, um, Cal Hacks, like all these different ones. Um, and uh, he would always make these like really cool things uh, at all these hackathons, like robots. There's, like, a robot that shoots M&Ms in your mouth, uh, like, a Roomba that they modified to go and serve drinks, right? Like, fun things. That's so um, cool. It's, like, R2-D2. Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, 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 fun. Like, who doesn't want to get get a free trip to, like, MIT, mm. like, make a stupid fucking robot for fun, and then, like, meet a bunch of cool people and also, like, like have something that you can take home, right? Um, so... I, 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 I like the idea of hackathons a lot um, and like like I said like did a few in high school so when I came to Stanford I'd obviously heard of, of tree hacks and I'd even written it on my application like I think you know remember the short answers it was like what's one thing you want to do yeah and, what uh, you're looking forward what, to one yeah, thing you're yeah. looking forward to at, 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 um, at Stanford and mine was I want to run tree hacks. I swear to God. That's such a I, thoughtful answer. I, I said fan <laughs> run. Would you say hold it? I said I went to watch the football game with my dad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I almost said football on the quad because I didn't yeah. understand what it was. And then I changed yeah. my answer later. But. That's so funny. Yeah, I can um I maybe I'll send a screenshot to you later and you can put it up on the screen. But it Oh was, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, it was like it was like I think it was something like, you know, the thought of like spending thirty six hours helping like organize an event where thousands of students are just building something um like for either for fun or like as something that they've never had a chance to to attack before seems cool so yeah obviously when i came to stanford um like any freshman you know i I toured all the clubs and uh you know i joined a few like bases and um i'll I'll talk about a little bit about that later but 
like bases and, and tree hacks were my main two. Bases quickly, I like sort of spent less time on. I think by like week three, I had mm. sort of checked out. But tree hacks, I really loved. Um, and the reason was because all the people there are super sincere. Um, and I think the reason is because it's not like like a like a entrepreneurship club where you're in it because you want to do entrepreneurship and like build like build a company or something like that your your main goal is right to put on a hackathon for other people but at the same time to do that everyone there is like super entrepreneurial and build stuff because like you need to make stuff for the hackathon um so it was like everyone was there because they liked doing the things um but the goal is like pretty selfless right it's like we're gonna put on a hackathon for mm. other people um and like you can talk to all the the people who who were doing tree hacks this year but like running the event it's fun but it's like it's not like like Stressful. relaxing it's not stress-free right like mm-hmm. so like it wasn't a, a cakewalk but and i think it speaks volumes about the people who do tree hacks is like oh they they really care about making a cool event for other people um so yeah that's why i joined um i was on the sponsorship side so like basically raising a bunch of money to pay for all the things at the hackathon um really liked it last year it was virtual but this year yeah i co-directed um along with maya yeah co-director co-director congratulations um me and maya shout out to maya um, and, uh, yeah, to, this year was like our first in-person hackathon in like two years. Um, and it was, it was a lot of work, but totally worth it. Um, it's like probably the most fulfilling experience I've had in my life. Uh, and the one that I've learned the most and it was, most of it was like non-technical work, right? It was like how to like get along with like the saplings and like motivate them and, you know, organize like i learned a lot about how to like manage like time management and things like that right lots of like skills that come from managing an organization um but yeah it was it was a fun time it ended up being like the big i think the biggest hackathon that we've hosted at stanford um like over 300 projects submitted um really cool companies came and and hung like you know sponsored um and like I think like 900 students from from non Stanford like non Stanford students came, um, like we flew them in and stuff. So it was a uh, it was good. It was good. It yeah. it was good. Like Genoa and I went. <laughs> yeah. And it was, yeah. I mean, it was like we came on like the second, like the the last night, and it it, it was it did not like it felt very like. It felt very exciting, mm-hmm. even though everyone was, like, exhausted. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. it was a new level of exhaustion that I don't know if I will ever, like, witness again. Yeah, I think when you guys came, like, my voice was gone, right? Yeah, your uh, voice was gone. You were oh cleaning up, like, broken glass. Yeah, someone had dropped, like, a glass bottle. Jeez. I was, like, sweeping it up. But, yeah, no, I, I totally worth it. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally worth it. And do you think that, like, that sense of, like, leadership, because you did mm-hmm. it, what, your freshman year? Mm-hmm. Um, were you a hacker or were you like a sapling or like let's say sapling is one of like the, the like assistants to the co-directors it's mm-hmm. one of the people who put the show on right yeah so um, I was a sapling uh-huh. um, so basically the way the team works is you have your co-directors usually there's three uh-huh. this year there were only two um, we're going back to three because 
two it's it's just <laughs> like an insane amount of work per person but um yeah like then you have two or sorry three co-directors and then three different teams sponsorship logistics and tech um and like they all do basically what they sound like so sponsorship reaches out to companies gets money logistics like books the venue gets the food like figures out all the decor like everything like logistics wise and then tech builds all the stuff that our hackathon uses so we you know we run our on our own infra we have like um what's an, an infra sorry like infrastructure oh, right gosh, so like, we have we have our own like servers oh, and like get the lingo right <laughs> get the lingo <laughs> we have our own servers and apps that are running and like we have like a help system and an app and a check-in process and like we build like an nfc scanning system and all, all this different stuff and that's that's all the tech team um but um yeah i think sponsorship is a is a, is a really interesting team because you have to it's a lot of talking to people but it's like it's interesting the the skills you learn is like negotiation um because like you're trying to get companies to pay you more right mm-hmm. so you like you learn kind of like sales you're uh-huh. like you're like upselling them and like telling them like oh you should really do this blah 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 um so it's like a good it's an interesting set of skills to learn for sure yeah how do you i i take that there's a lot of people involved in the tree hacks team right so how do you think mm-hmm. that you stood out? I don't know if that's the right word to say. I'd be uh, like considered from last year. Yeah, from last year, I'd be considered as co-director this year because the mm-hmm. the co-director from or the co-directors from the previous year chooses the next co-directors. That's right? true. Yeah. How does that process work, and how do you think you were able to do that? Yeah. So. Yeah. So so there are quite a few people involved with Treehacks, but at the same time. It's an incredibly small group relative. Really? To, How many to, people are in Dreyax? So we in have 20, 23 saplings, 24 saplings, and then five of us officers. Um, so like the, us two co-director, our financial officer, social chair, and um, head of tech. Um, but um, yeah, like... It's surprisingly small hmm. for the like the the how big of an event it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say in terms of how I stood out, I I I think it's because like specifically for last year, uh, maybe it was because it was online or something. But um, a lot of people like kind of lost interest, and I sort of like tried. I tried to like you know put my best foot forward. Like I did some sponsorship stuff right and like got sponsors obviously but then like you know hosted a workshop in the week leading up to tree hacks like to like teach people like hackers how to use react we, we built like a wordle wordle clone mm-hmm. um but yeah i i think like maybe i i i'm hesitant to answer because like i think i don't want to like sad too cocky or whatever but i think it may it's probably just because like i i you know didn't did more work or showed more like you know commitment to the club uh but this year i mean we're still designing co-directors for next year but everyone is so good um you know like a lot of our like mutual friends right are in tree hacks um like luke cam ananya kathy like a lot of sophomores that we know Mm -hmm. um and they are all really really passionate about tree hacks um, Mm -hmm. and did a ton of work um, so we're honestly going to have like a lot of trouble deciding. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think last year was probably more of an obvious decision. Um, but yeah. Tree hacks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. 
So I feel like the the majority of what you talked about is kind of this like family connection, family influence, and mm-hmm. kind of the hackathon pathways because of your brother, mm-hmm. right? And then previously we kind of talked a little bit about like how family influences you and encourages you. So mm-hmm. I don't know, like just talk more into like about mm-hmm. that. Like how do you think exactly has transformed you? I I guess yeah. well I I'm speaking because I don't have a sibling, right? So I don't know yeah, what that no, no. feels like, right? I don't know what does it feel like to ha- to have an older brother that's like in mm-hmm. a similar field as you are. Is this like ever a competition? Mm-hmm. And, like when you guys were growing up, it's more like a encouragement or yeah. is that like No, so I, maybe I characterized it a little the wrong way. I think so my brother was he was sort of the spark but my dad was definitely the fuel. Um, so, like, my brother got, like, was, like, made me realize, oh, coding is cool. I want to try it. But my dad was totally the person that was, like, always in my corner um, and, like, encouraging me to build stuff. Um, me and my brother really weren't close at all um, during, like, growing up. We got, we've gotten closer now that we got closer when he went to college. Um, and I feel like that's the usual tell. I've heard multiple people told me the same thing, yeah, where yeah. the older brother goes to college and then the younger, so their relationship gets better. Exactly. It's yeah. I think it was because I was, a, you know, annoying little shit growing up. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I he'll tell you, but um, yeah, like growing up, we did, you know, I did that project, but then like afterwards, right? My dad was like, "Oh, we should, you should build this," and like, so like the next project I did was. Um, it was like, oh, yeah, so my dad, like, told me st- stories about him growing up in India, right? He li- So he grew up in, like, a like a rural village. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so, like, my mom grew up in the city, but my dad grew up in a village. And the way the culture was in the village is, like, you know, every, bu- every family cooks, like, food. Like, probably one thing really, really well. And what they'll do is they'll just trade food, right? Like, so you go and you, like, give some of your food for someone else's food. And by the end, you have, like, a bunch of different things, right? So the idea was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I wonder if like people in my neighborhood uh, do a similar thing, right? Like my dad makes some fire burritos. Um, the neighbor across the way I know makes like a really good barbecue. I wonder <laughs> I who knew was- you were gonna say barbecue. <laughs> was it <Yeah>. barbecue? <laughs> shout out to shout out to Clay. Um, but um, yeah, so basically, uh, I built this platform called Equazina. Really shitty. No one used it. Um, but basically, you could post food online. Is this your uh, COVID project? I'm sorry to interrupt. No. The, okay, okay. So the COVID project... Yeah, I could talk more about the no, COVID project. Let's finish Equazine. Okay, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> so Equazine is basically just like a little thing. Um, like a... Have you used Zillow before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was like Zillow... How else am I supposed to stock people's houses? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how rich is your family? So it was, it was Zillow for food, essentially. Mm, um, like, say... I say Zillow because, like, that's what I modeled the interface to look like. Mm. Um, like, you have the map view. You can see all the dots of where people are posting their food. And then, like, you can click on it. And then instead of paying someone for someone's food, you barter. So I'd say, like, so say I want barter? to... Barter? Like, trade, right? Oh, okay. So, like, um, I'd, like, click on Clay's brisket, and, and I'd be like, I'll give you, like, five burritos for your two brisket, <laughs> right? And then, like, it would send it would send him... An, it would send... <laughs> It would send him, like, a notification, mm-hmm. um, and then, like, we could chat, and then we would, like, s- schedule a time to meet, and then, like, send the food, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Goodness. that was that. 
Yeah, that was fun. Fun little build. No one used it, obviously. Did Clay use it? That's <laughs> yeah, did key Clay, question. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. wondering. Um, yeah, so he did. Um, but Shout then out to Clay. Also, my other neighbor, uh-huh. Joel. Um, he like was, from The Last of Us, also from Austin, Texas? <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, is he from Austin, Texas? Yeah, the, the, oh, the, okay. the character from the show is from oh, Austin. Oh, no way. Yeah. Um, but my other friend, or sorry, my other neighbor, he uh, saw that I built that. And was like talking to my dad one day, and he worked at a worked at a startup, and he he was like, he talked to my dad, and then like the next day he came and like knocked on our door, and he's like, hey, can I talk to Yash? And basically he gave me my first job, so he was like, when was this? How old are you? This was uh, freshman year summer. Um, so wow. freshman Dude, what year. What was I doing freshman year summer? <laughs> 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 so yeah, he he like knocked on. He was like, "Hey, like I'm working at this startup. Um, would you want to come intern for us?" Um, and I was like, "Yeah, absolutely." Um, so I went in uh, intern for them. Um, just for context, they they got acquired by a company now. Um, but basically, what they were doing was this was like in the height of like crypto like hype, like the first the first wave of crypto yeah. When hype. Bitcoin first hit twenty thousand. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this was um, basically what they were doing was cash cash back automated cash back um but you could get it in crypto um so like what cash back is right like you go and you shop at a store mm-hmm. you get some percentage of your money back um so basically like brands like cvs or like subway or whatever would like post um essentially ads like cash back ads on their on their app and then you could go and look for deals and then be like oh i'll go eat at subway today and get like 10 percent cash back mm-hmm. um so yeah, that was fun. I did that freshman year summer. Um, and then I actually went back sophomore year summer as well. Um, and then COVID hit, right, um, junior year. And basically what I did over that um, during COVID is, like, as soon as COVID started, I my brother was basically about to graduate. Um, so he had done his three and a half years of college, and he was actually going to go travel the world like, go to Europe, backpack in Peru, like, do all this stuff, right? Um, but it got canceled because of COVID. Oh, no. So he was, like... So I remember the day my school got canceled, um, I, like, went over to his apartment on UT, UT campus, and we just, like, were, like, hey, it's, like, the perfect time to build something, right? There's this huge new problem, which is, like, COVID, Um we have a ton of time on our hands, and we literally cannot go outside. Um, so, <laughs> basically, we, we just spent, like, two days, like, hacking on random stuff. Like, one thing we thought of was, like, oh, we should make virtual office, like, space, right? Um, because, like, you know, COVID is starting. People are going to have to remotely work. And then we started that, but then we, like, sort of lost interest. That would have been a great idea. <laughs> we should have totally pursued that. <laughs> uh, um but yeah, I mean, there were t- that was a very obvious idea. So there were tons of people doing it. Um, then we like experimented with like some stupid ideas. We were like, oh, like you know, what if we make a service where you pay five dollars a month, and every month we send you a random item from Amazon <laughs> as like a <laughs> we, we called it five dollar box, and it's like, it's like you, those beauty boxes. Exactly, thing, huh? it, it, and we would we would plan on sending like the weirdest like jankiest like, weird shit, <laughs> but then we were like, okay, that's stupid. But uh-huh. then um, 
we were um, browsing Facebook, and um, this community that I'm I'm in now called Neo. Um, you guys know what Neo is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like basically like a, a VC firm. Um, we're like a, but also a community of like tech veterans and also like college students. My brother was in it, uh, so he was just like on the Facebook thing, Facebook group, um, group like browsing around, and someone had posted. They're like, hey, you know, this COVID thing. It's preventing a lot of elderly and immunocompromised people from like getting food and necessities. I'm trying to build something that like solves this problem. So we were like, oh shit, that's an actual problem. Like that's that's an actual problem. It's we not help. buying people five dollars. Yeah, yeah. It's Amazon. not some useless fucking five dollar box thing. Uh, so we're like, we we should help. Like that like that's not something really fun. Um really fun and impactful, right? So we like message the guy Next thing you know, like the next day, we're on a call and we're like writing code, um, and basically we we built this thing called uh, Helping Hands, um, uh, and what it was is it it started off. Wait, you were part of that Helping Hands community. Yeah. Yeah, you know what that is? Yeah, and like my sister knows one of like the founders, like Liam Elkind. I don't know. He's Liam like, he started, he started in like New York or. Whatever. Oh, that's a different one. There's there's like another one called Helping Hands, but it's different. Uh, yeah. We partnered with them actually, but. Um, basically, what Helping Hands was is first it was a peer-to-peer delivery network where, like, say I'm someone who needs help, I would just go online, I would post like the help that I need, um, sort of like Craigslist format, and then people in the area would see it um, and get notified, and then you could say, "Oh, I'll help," and then you would go and like do mm-hmm. do whatever they needed, and that could be like picking up medicine for them, going to the grocery store for them, blah blah blah. Um, so like we got a lot of exposure for that, and like people started signing up but the amount of like deliveries and things that we were doing was not much it was like 80 per week or something like that would you also be working on like deliveries too so you would also be like um yeah yeah exactly going to the store to get medicine yeah so like my brother um did like a few deliveries um i didn't have a call well i couldn't drive Uh um so i I didn't do it (laughs) but um basically um we realized okay we needed there's so many people that need help we need to like figure out a different way. Peer-to-peer is not working. So what we ended up doing is partnering with, um, like, logistics providers, like Uber, Lyft, Door- like, DoorDash, Axel Hire, all these different oh. companies. Um, and then we found out that, like, the biggest communities of people that weren't getting access to food were, like, the elderly and immunocompromised community. And they a lot of times they were part... These people were being cared for by like a larger organization in non-COVID times. But now this organization didn't have the capabilities or anything to like get to the people at their homes. Right. So we basically partnered with them, partnered with food banks and partnered with these logistics providers and did mass deliveries from food banks to all these people um, to deliver food. Um, And we grew pretty fast. We were like, we're in all 50 States um, we ended up delivering over 2 million meals over the course of, of the whole project. Um, thanks. Uh, and, uh, the other thing is though, is it wasn't just me, like over the course of the whole thing, I think 300 plus people touched the project. Um, most of them were not engineers. Like I think there were maybe like 20 engineers who like pushed code. Um, and most of them would stay for like a month. And then find a job and then leave. Because this is COVID, right? A lot of people are getting laid off, too. Yeah. So they get laid off. They come, like, they're, like, all volunteer for, like, a month while I'm looking for a job. Uh-huh. Find a job and leave. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, like, interesting to deal with turnover. But then we had, like, a bunch of, like, 
advertising people and like operate operations people like helping and on the ground like filling food bank uh, bags and stuff and then yeah th that was that was a huge I basically worked on that for a year um, and then quit to go intern at a startup in the summer between senior year and uh, Stanford Mm -hmm. And then I met you guys. Well, I met I met you. You met me. I met you. But this like, year. like you barely knew me. And then, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, like yeah. you. And then like this year, like we yeah, got yeah, to know yeah. each other. Yeah. Well, I mean, then my Stanford career started. Yeah. Ah, Stanford yeah. career. Yeah. And off to a bigger career. So. Well. Yeah. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come back. You're gonna see me here every weekend. For the podcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, Yash, I mean, you're now a producer on the yeah. podcast. Episode two. I don't know if you'd you'd, you'd want me, but um, you know, I'd be happy to help. But um, maybe <laughs> I meant to come to see you guys on the weekends. Aww, yeah, that's sweet. So yeah, like I guess like that was like a little brief introduction to it. So mm -hmm. now what? You're gonna start a job at OpenAI, ChatGPT yes. land. What oh, ChatGPT, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it should be pretty fun. I uh, I'm very excited and like. I feel very lucky that I get the opportunity to work there. Um, uh, but yeah, I start in April 19th. I start in 11 days. Um, oh my God. And uh, yeah, it'll be fun. I'm living with my brother. <laughs> living with my <laughs> now brother. Now that you're close, it'll be better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm living with my brother till June 10th. And then I got to find my own place um, after that. Yeah, in SF. I might be living with Leopold. Oh, um, and some of his cool. friends, but um, super cool. Yeah, still deciding. So it's worth it to miss Joshua Treat. <laughs> <laughs> He's making me feel guilty. Um, I would have loved to come to Joshua Treat, <laughs> but I think, yeah, the outcome, the outcome. It's pretty good yeah. for, for missing it. I would have been really it. sad if yeah. I didn't get it and I missed Joshua Treat, but luckily I, I, I finessed it <laughs> oh yeah you earned it bro you didn't finesse yeah, anything no yeah i feel like you only see the outskirts like whoa like yosh got open ai right and you're just like oh my god like we know he was the tree hacks guy like what did he do right we also know he's a registered sexy man too oh, oh my god <laughs> no, you <laughs> say something yeah, else again. <laughs> oh my god yeah. yeah, but it's just it's a very gradual process where people say, yeah, like success. You really don't come. It's not just from ground zero. It's yeah. a lot of building, building, building. Yeah, you know, I think so too. But like, also, what I've realized is like, um, that's not all of life. Yeah. Like, I don't want to just be in a room and code and like build yeah. stuff all day. Like, I want to do that, but I also like especially coming to college i want to have good friends right i want to like see the world play <laughs> i want yeah, i want to see the world i want to like have a college experience have fun um but yeah my sights are set on like doing big things so like i was that's the long play right it's it's not going to happen overnight but It'll happen. Hmm. Yeah. So I guess my question for you is like, I'm sorry, mm -hmm. did I interrupt you? No, you did not. Okay. Um, I guess it's like, like you are cutting college short, right? Oh, <laughs> well, um, yeah. Well, like what? You're doing five of how many quarters do we do? 16? No, four times through 12. You're, mm -hmm. You've done five of 12, right? I'm, not com I, I'm probably coming back, hopefully. Um, but, mm -hmm. but like, I mm -hmm. guess, like, do you, you, you say like a college experience? Like, do you think, are you happy with what, like the college experience you've had so far? Oh, that was um, actually going to be my question. Yeah, too. before you like, like, because you, you are stepping into like, 
um, like just a new new point in your life, right? Just like mm-hmm. just like going into Stanford was like a new part of your career. Like meeting us, you know, was like a new part of, like of yeah. your life, right? Just like, um, do you think like stepping into this? Like, are you satisfied with like the last five quarters that that's gone on so far? Already five mm. quarters. Oh my god! Whoa! <laughs> I just realized. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> we're almost, we're literally almost halfway <laughs> we're there. Literally uh, halfway there. Hmm. No. Why is that? Um. If I were to never come back to Stanford, I w- would be sad. Um, because <clears throat> I think freshman year, I. I will say, okay, I think in terms of what I've accomplished every quarter, there has always been, like, one big thing that I've accomplished every quarter, mm-hmm. career-wise, and that's been spectacular. Like, like I I think I'm obviously, like, doing well career-wise, right? Mm-hmm. But in terms of, like, college experience, college fulfillment, I think I'm just now hitting my stride. Last quarter was extremely fun. Um, because I, I found the balance between doing work and having a good time. Um, and I think I always thought you had to compromise on one to have the other, but that's not true. Uh, so I, I, another year or another two years of knowing how to do it right is, is what I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, I, th- I think... It doesn't have to be contiguous. Like, if I take a year off, work, learn a bunch of cool cool stuff, meet a bunch of cool people, and then come back, I think I could still have a very fulfilling college experience. Most definitely. Um, Yeah, we'll still be here. Yeah, you guys will still be here. Just don't make it five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Come Uh, back. I'll I'll graduate early, you know? Uh Um, But, um, yeah, no, you guys will be on coach, hopefully. Mm -hmm. Or, like, if you want to. Law school, question Law mark. school, law school. Jenner's going to do the Don't law know. school. Um, yeah. I'm not satisfied. I'm not fulfilled with my entire college experience. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I need more. But there's more time. There's more time, yeah. I'm not worried. Yeah. Um, and uh, I will make it a point to come and see people. Mm-hmm. As often as I can. I mean, you're still a brother of Sigma Chi. <laughs> that holds so much weight. I am, I am still a brother. I, I have to come see my family. I'm living with my brother, but my true brother. <laughs> my true brother is here. Yeah. 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 Dang. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I guess, I guess like, 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 it's like what I've drawn from this conversation, mm-hmm. right? It's like, you can, you can like, like, as long as you like have that mindset of like, I can build this, I can mm-hmm. do this. Yeah. And like and like, like, I can build this. I can do this. And like, mm-hmm. like the only barrier stopping me is me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, one hundred percent. I think most people vastly underestimate what they can do. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe less so at Stanford, but even still, I think a lot of people at Stanford take a look at something and they're like. I'm not an expert at it, so I shouldn't even attempt it. Mm-hmm. And that's like that's kind of like a bad mentality to have because you're probably only an expert in what you are now because you tried yeah, it when you, you started somewhere when, you, yeah, when yeah. you didn't know anything, right? So like, I don't know. Yeah, you're you're totally right. Like, a lot of the times or most of the times, the barrier to entry is yourself. Obviously, this is coming from like a little bit of a privileged place because at Stanford, yeah. right, we have resources. 
and like if i want to learn how to code right i can literally sign up for a class with the foremost professor on on xyz literally yeah like yeah yeah so it's not it doesn't this doesn't speak to everyone where it's like oh like it's easy you should just do it but i think a lot of people at stanford or other universities that have access to resources sort of stop themselves early Mm. um they definitely can do a lot of the things that they think they can't yes and it, like even yeah. drawing from your own experience like like just how you learned how to code right mm-hmm. like youtube.com stack overflow just yeah, like yeah. just like dude i want to do this so i'm gonna do it and exactly. like i guess like so so like this segues into like the final question unless mm-hmm. genway has another one mm-hmm. um, i feel like our question's gonna be the same Hold yeah on. it's like it's like yeah. what's next like what do you want to build like like you yeah. like I, I guess like you're clearly yeah. an ambitious person right yeah um and it doesn't seem like you force anything it just happens yeah. Um, except for like maybe like thinking of like an Amazon box <laughs> that I can buy as a mystery, but if you which I would like happily sign up for just because I think it would be so funny and like I had zero entertainment during like COVID, I'd be like, shit, dude, once a month, what's what are they sending me on the first of June? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um, like what's next for you? Like what do you what do you want to do? And like, I guess mm-hmm. like, yeah, like what do you want to do? Like what do you see yourself doing? Like of course you say you want to finish school, you want to like yeah. you want to like not only like strike like now that you've stricken like struck that balance you want to like mm. experience it but like yeah what is like the yash patel like ambition yeah like short term long term like mm-hmm. yeah, like, like what's next? In 10 years yeah. yeah yeah so i think short term is definitely to do this open ai residency um it's a very exciting time right um mm-hmm. like gpt is all over the news and like very mm-hmm. embedded in people's lives so i have the opportunity to work on a piece of software that impacts millions. Um, so that's the short term, like very much just going to like throw myself in on the deep end there and just, you know, chug for like six months or a year. Um, to your point about like taking things as they come, I think that's something I'm leaning into more and more each day. Um, like maybe if you had talked to me last year, it'd be like, you know, Oh, you know, first chance I get, I'm starting my own company. I'm not even, like, straight out of college, I'm going to start my own company, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. But I think, like you said, with, like, the $5 box thing, like, there, if you do that, you sort of limit yourself to pretty stupid ideas because you're, like, you're, you're imposing some, you're imposing, like, a restriction on yourself, right? Which is, like, oh, I need to, like, come up with an idea and do something now, right? So what I want to do is just see where I can be working and having the most impact or what I could be working on and having the most impact. And then I think naturally I'll find problems and eventually or hopefully start my own thing. But I don't know what the timeline is there. I could I could see myself like going to open AI. So there's a bunch of options, right? I could see myself going to open AI, staying there longer, like staying there for a long time and like not coming back to school. I could see myself like staying there for a little bit of time and then coming back to school and then like graduating and then working at a company and then starting a company. Um, there's so many different paths, but I think I for sure want to be working at a smaller company, um, whether it's my own or a, or a startup or something like what my brother's doing and building things that actually impact people's lives at like mm. a mm-hmm. pretty fundamental level. Like what OpenAI is doing, right, with AGI. What's AGI? Um, artificial general intelligence so like mm-hmm. the goal is to build something that's more intelligent than humans at like most things mm-hmm. um that's incredibly powerful right because what you could do is basically super pa- give everyone superpowers 
um, in productivity and like learning and things like that. And I think, I mean, this depends on who you ask, but I think that's like generally a good thing for humanity. Obviously, some jobs will go away, um, but I, on the whole, I think the benefits far outweigh the negatives. Um, but yeah, like something like that, right? I think that's deeply impactful. It's going to change the world. Um, but I, more and more, I'm feeling like okay, I probably won't want to go work on like a B two B SaaS company that makes like money, but it's not like particularly impactful. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I want to be deliberate about what I work on and what I spend my time on, mm-hmm. um, and not rush anything, and like wait for the idea to come to me before <laughs> I start my own company. I'm not gonna like, yeah. I'm not gonna like be like okay i'm gonna come up with a com- com- an idea in like a month and then work on that for the rest of like 15 years <laughs> yeah it's not gonna happen yeah. um but yeah and so yeah i guess like does that fulfill your like sense of fulfillment sounds like it comes from like i guess like helping people and like like working mm-hmm. on things that genuinely interests you is that right like, yeah like i like to say i want to do like good things in this world <laughs> <laughs> like i um, actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i don't want to i don't Obviously, you know, everyone wants to, like, make money and, like, live a good life and things like that. But that aside, like, I want to be working on things that help people. Um, So, yeah, I would say, like, I want to strive to do whatever's the most impactful. Like, Mm -hmm. whatever impacts the most people's lives in a substantial way. And there's, like, tons of different things that do that. Mm -hmm. Um, Like... You could be a teacher, like a high school teacher, right? And completely change a few kids' lives. Yeah, like your OCHEM teacher. Yeah, like my OCHEM teacher, right? Mr. Like, Walker. Mr. Walker. Love you, Mr. Walker. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> like, he deeply impacted a few people's lives. And I think that's far better than, like, shallowly, shallowly impacting, like, millions of people's lives, right? Mm-hmm. Um you could, like, think about it from, like, a, like a total summation perspective where it's, like, oh, they're equivalent. But, like, I don't know. I think you get something more with It feels, depth. like, more personal. Yeah, with, yeah. with more depth, right? Like, if you build a video, like a, like a little app, like, iOS, like, iPhone game, right? Uh-huh. That people, like, derive a little bit of happiness from. But, like, millions of people use it. Uh, I mean, I would arguably say, or I think almost definitively, in my perspective, like, Okay, I guess that was a oxymoron. Subjectively, uh-huh. I think that the teacher who impacts like a few students' lives like very deeply is much more impactful than like a game, right? Mm-hmm. Not not shitting on people who make games. I'm just saying that's sort of where my view, my my worldview is. But yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining. I mean, yeah. Do you have any more questions? No, I'm all good. Mm-hmm. I got to know Yash on a different level, no, not really, just like yeah. everyday cracking jokes of uh-huh. all the random stuff we talk about. Yeah, this is great. Better yeah. or worse than the preconceived? We Obviously, hate you. But- <laughs> 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 Fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was uh, like I don't know. Yeah, I really that was that, that was awesome. I'm like yeah, very happy to like I've heard your whole life story. Yeah, and, like yeah. not like that's clearly not your whole life story. <laughs> Part of it. It's like yeah understand you more like listen to like what motivates you and like i think that's like so powerful and it's like very very entertaining to listen to
to. Thank you. No, this was fun. Dude, it would be awesome to do part two, like six yeah, months eight, after. Six months? Update. Dude, no, in what 10 years. When, it, 10 years. Oh, when the, when <laughs> the box company comes years. out. <laughs> five dollar box. Yeah, when five dollar box becomes the biggest CEO hit. Yo, five dollar box. No, I'd love funny. to do more. This is fun. Because it's like, you guys are... Yeah, don't worry, like, you didn't say anything that's like... Cancelable? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or incriminating, and like, you know what? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, it would be... I, I know this is definitely going to happen, but I'm pretty sure the next time you interview me or something, a lot of my opinions will have changed. Yeah, definitely. And that, I'm like, total, yeah, I totally know it's going to happen, but... Yeah, uh-huh. for sure. Yeah. I mean, like, that's just natural growth, right? Yeah. Like, you were not the same person, that's like, life. when you started, like, the COVID, like, project. Yeah. Like, yeah. The Helping Hands project. Exactly. So, like, yeah. Yeah, I may come back and be like, guys, all I want to do is just have like a good family and live a good life. Yeah, or you yeah. say, yeah. I just want to build like video games. Yeah, <laughs> you never yeah. know. I just feel like the iPhone app games are like totally my jam. I yeah. derive pleasure yeah. out of it. Yeah, um, but no, I'm excited. The six month. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. it'd be fun. This is cool too. I like the setup. Yeah, yeah I like my wall. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, no, this is good. I'm just kidding. This is good. So where's gonna be posted? Oh. Get Wait, all what, the podcasts where you get yeah. your podcast. Yeah. What, get what it where you get your podcast. Yeah. yeah, get it where you get your podcast. Get this podcast where you get your. What is it? Where you get your podcast. Get this podcast where you get your podcast. Uh, Spotify, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Podcast. Anchor, SoundCloud. You know, SoundCloud. remember. <laughs> I'm just gonna start rapping now. <laughs> remember to. Um, possibly you, YouTube. You can't like. Well, you maybe. Ma- possibly. Remember to like and subscribe. Subscribe. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. And, com- and comment. Up button. Button. And comment. Yes. And upvote. Yeah, yeah thumbs vote. up button. Is that upvote? I think that's thumbs a like. Up, oh, oops. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And if you accidentally press the dislike button, click it again to remove your dislike. Um, yeah, we're not ready for that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Not yet. laughs> maybe one day. Yeah. Well, what are we gonna do for closing? Hold on, I'm just gonna bark. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm gonna turn this off.